Yes Have Some podcast is excited to tell our listeners about Dr. Pepper and the brand new collectible cans from Spider-Man Far From Home. Collectors, it's time to make that decision. Are you going to drink these Dr. Peppers or are you going to leave them mint in package? Either way, you got to collect all five cans available now, including the new limited time flavor Dr. Pepper Dark Berry featuring Mysterio. Get your hands on all five of the new Spider-Man Far From Home cans from Dr. Pepper available at Walmart. From the corner penthouse of Spook Central, all the way to Star Killer Base, this is Yes Have Some Podcast. Do I? Yes, have some. Yes, have some. You know, they told me you people were conceited douchebags. The only place in the multiverse where you can love the book, hate the movie, but still buy all the toys. I'm afraid you're just too darn loud. I'm not looking for a friend. I'm looking for a Jedi mask. A what? Please remember to hold on to your butts and get ready to get stressed. With your hosts, Craig Goldberg, Abigail Gardner, and Jacob Walsh. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 149 of Yes Have Some Podcast. My name is Craig Goldberg. Thank you so much for joining us. And wow, thank you to all of the new members of Yes Have Some Group Therapy because mm-hmm. I feel like it's growing. Yeah. It's getting bigger. Yeah. we've. I even started approving some members, and I don't like doing that. What? Yeah, I approved somebody. Yeah, usually okay. it's like uh, Jake Just don't and do I it again, right? kind of... Take care of that. It's fine this time, but, you know. Mm -hmm. I won't let it happen again. Uh, Before we get going, I have (laughs) to introduce my co-hosts, or I think we're all hosts. I don't know what we do here. Um, Abigail Gardner. Yo. What's up, y'all? Jacob Walsh. Hello. Hello. Okay. (sighs) Thank God. I'm starting to get anxiety about that part now that I know everybody hates it so much. I need a meditation to do before our podcast that helps me greet the audience. That would help me a lot. The meditation is like... You must say hello. You must say hello. They're just your friends. <laughs> uh, welcome, everybody. So uh, before we uh, before we uh, hit the old record button there, Jake, you were filling us in on some information, some breaking news. I was. Yeah. Um, we that? have uh, Bloody Disgusting is reporting a, um, I guess this was posted as, is this a tweet? What's, uh, people still use Twitter. Um, yeah. They uh, Child's Play has posted a like 10 second video um, that is just kind of like a still of the trailer. It's like a motion thing of the trailer. But um, you get to hear a tiny bit of uh, Mark Hamill's Chucky laugh in it. Do you think we could hear that? Could we let's pro- listen? Let's yeah. listen to it. Can we provide that to can the we, audience? Yeah. We can do that. All right. Here Together? we go. Can we listen? Yeah, so it's the Joker. That's the Joker. That, that just Joker. sounds like, does that not just sound, that sounds like they just got an episode of Batman the Animated Series and just cut his laugh out. But wait, I'm not hey, you mad know what? about it. Yeah, I'm not I'm, mad. I'm down for that. Dude, yeah. Like, you know what you're getting with Mark Hamill. He's yeah. not, not going to whip something new out, but yeah, what, uh, <laughs> I like it. I wouldn't mind if he did, but he was I'm just into like, that. Chewy, what are you doing here? <laughs> Dude, he throws the old hat or the old guard out, just like the old lightsaber. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, what's he, gonna... he throws the old sh- uh, 
kitchen knife. Whatever the fuck it is. He, he throws a DVD copy of The Seed of Chucky down the hill. <laughs> um, I hope so. Good. Well, cool. Well, thank you for that. I think we're all pretty excited for Child's Play. I don't know if we talked about it last week, but there was that new Child's Play poster that was just like Woody from Toy Story, but he was dead and there was blood. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that. Oh, it's yeah. Very funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I love but, it, too. I wonder what uh, I wonder what Disney. Disney's like what they're kind of I know they don't I, I, I know that no part of them is thinking that like child's play is going to hurt their oh, you no. know opening numbers oh, no, or anything no. like it's that but bomb. I wonder I wonder if that kind of but I wonder if that kind of stuff annoys them or if, or if they're just like oh well that's funny I hope they think it's funny because it is and also it's not like it actually is Andy it's whatever their version well it's yeah. interesting because isn't so the kid in both movies is named is Andy right yeah. Yeah. Or, but wait, who am I talking about? Woody, rather. So. You yeah, meant Woody. Yeah. I meant no, Woody. But, I said Andy. But Andy's written on the bottom of his shoe because it's Andy's toy, correct? Yeah. Yes. Do you think that Chucky has Andy written on the bottom of his shoe in this movie? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> I do too. I like it. Dude, I'm thinking about getting funny. a tattoo yeah. of the name Andy on the bottom of my foot. Yeah, that'd be the most painful thing ever. Yeah, but if I you're a real fan. Phone. Guys, I literally don't know what to say next. I've dropped the rundown. Somebody say something while I pick up. Wait, my- ah, ah, I wish down. that I wish that something like that happened more often. That Craig just like it's almost like you're a robot, and all of a sudden you just get wiped clean. Yeah, and you just you're talking, and then you're just like you don't know what to do. Doesn't you know? look like anything to me. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so um, Jake and I do our own thing. I'm just like. Tonight, we're talking about the movie Star Wars, starring Mark Hamill. All right. Uh, Okay, cool. Well, we got a lot to cover, so let me give the rundown to everybody. Tonight, we're going to be doing a classic YHS fuck budget. I feel like it's been a while. Uh, Mm -hmm. We'll probably talk a little bit about, I don't know, Spider-Man Far From Home. And uh, maybe a couple other fun things, some trailers that came out. Uh... And then a little bit later in the show, we are going to have our full rundown of the new trailer for It Chapter 2, which yep. comes out this fall. Mm-hmm. I know we're all excited about that. Yeah. Uh, at the time of the recording, this uh, beginning of this podcast, it's not out yet. The trailer's not out yet. But we're going to wait to release this episode until we've seen the trailer and properly reviewed it. Because we did not, I did not want to wait a week. Abby, did you want to wait a week? No. No, I've learned my lesson with waiting to see movies like past opening night. It sucks. So when it comes to trailers, like I want to talk about them fresh. It's like it would be perfect if we could do like a live review at some point. But it's really good to have it fresh in your mind, like right after you've seen it. So yeah, let's record so. at noon tomorrow as soon as it drops. Yeah. And Jake, what uh, what's your anticipation for It Chapter 2? I know you like that, uh, that clown movie. It's a good, yeah, I like it. Um, you know, I'm excited to kind of see what um, what other things we might be getting from you know from the second half of the book. You know, I'm, I'm excited to see if we're gonna get you know any black spot stuff or or if we're gonna get any of the Adrian Mellon scene in the trailer. We know that they filmed that, but oh, yeah. that's the kind of stuff I'm excited about, like seeing. That, you know, that's the whenever the first trailer came out, that was the thing where I'm like, oh, that was the leper or that looked like, you know, this part of the book. So that's the kind of stuff that I'm super excited about. Word. I want to put the movie, um, the first chapter in like tonight, if I can, 
because honestly, it's been a while since I've watched it. I kind of want to get prepared. Do yeah, it. I haven't seen it in a while. Craig, are you going to try to read it before tomorrow? Um, I might read the DVD cover. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. But just a little synopsis. <laughs> Guys, I don't know if you know. Yeah, that, book, you that book yeah. is long. Um, what did I say the other day? I, I, I do this thing where I change people's names for my own amusement. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I want to watch that old it with Fred Curry. <laughs> Fred, Fred Curry. Freddie Curry. <laughs> but just you own it. If you just state it like that's fact. <laughs> then you th- make the other person question if they're yeah. wrong. It's like, oh, God. Oh. Dude, I love uh, Ghostbusters 2. Plus that song with uh, Billy Brown. The one he did, oh, it's great. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, um, well, cool. So, we'll, we'll get into that fuck budget here in a little bit. Uh, wanted to talk a little bit about Ghostbusters Fan Fest uh, because as of today, we are thirty days away, which seems. I had to Google that today when I can't believe it myself. So let's talk about let's let's talk about the positives here. Okay, so Ghostbusters Fan Fest was announced about a year ago. Uh, we are now one month away from FanFest, which means, wait, is that right? Holy shit. Which means we're flying out to L.A. in like three weeks. Three yes. weeks? I'm yeah. not ready. Yeah, every time Craig sees a plane. <laughs> I'm not ready. <laughs> we live by the airport. Craig's like, that's going to be us soon. That's going to be us on that it's gonna plane. going to be us on that plane soon. Yeah, I get really excited. Listen, we're going to be out there. We got a lot of big plans. I do want to let everybody know. This week on the Ghostbusters Interdimensional Crossrip podcast, our good friends Troy and Chris did a, mm-hmm. uh, a little breakdown of a lot of the cool stuff that you can do and see in L.A. and Culver City. Lots of good tips, good restaurants, cool shops and stores to check out um, and really good advice for like traveling as far as like, you know, when what time is good to get into the airport to get like a shuttle or your rental car and mm-hmm. all, all sorts of good stuff. Troy's local to uh, the L.A. area. So uh, definitely worth checking that out because, listen, I don't know if our listeners know this, but we as a unit collectively become very stressed all of the time uh-huh. and uh, travel, oh, yeah. travel could be stressful. I'm so. stressed right now. Airport um, is stressful with the YHS crew. I yes. can tell you that. Oh, could We're you- getting shirts uh, that say um, on the back of my shirt, I, it's going to say, if lost, please return to Craig and Jake, and then Jake's gonna have an I am Jake shirt, and Craig's gonna have an I am Craig shirt. Um, And I'm gonna also like have to use um, like handcuffs to like attach my luggage to myself because I don't know how. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. I'm gonna try to figure out who the air marshal is. Yeah, (laughs) that seems like a good idea. That seems like that. that Anytime that happens in a movie or show, it's something good's happening. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, FanFest is coming up. Uh, we definitely want to make a point to, like, say hi to all of our listeners who are going out there. We want to hang out and see you. There's going to be some meetups. Dude, let's have a hotel party. We're going to have a hotel party. Not We room. should do uh, we, we should make a post in group therapy maybe um, maybe a week or two. <laughs> I guess that's now. Uh, before we head what out. Now? Stop the podcast. That, that is just like, you know, uh, uh, who all from group therapy is going to be there and try to try to figure some stuff out. Yeah. 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 And obviously anybody who's going to fan like we're going to be around all day. We're going to we're going to be um, it's going to be good. I'm we'll very have, excited. Like, a free breakfast breakfast. And uh <laughs> What'd you say? I said we'll have like a pre-breakfast breakfast meetup. Ooh. That's so not, from what we know, the happen. breakfast is going to be at 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. So knowing us, we're going to get there at 7. Yeah. Yeah. We got to be first. We got to yeah. be first. We'll just be hitting up Cliff Bar. Um, 
So yeah, it's going to be good. I'm very excited. There hasn't been a whole lot of uh, new announcements. We had our interview with Lainey Serum from Wizard a couple weeks ago. Uh, not a whole lot of new information since then. Uh, I know that they talked about there was going to be like a video that's coming out that kind of explains more details about the event. Uh, we did get a map. Uh, so thank you to... Uh, yeah. Uh, As a fan of maps, I will say that this was one of the best maps I've ever seen. And I'm not just saying that because we're on it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we are on it. It has we, nothing to do with the fact that we're in it. We did. It's so cute. I love it. It thank was you, funny. John. So John, good friend of the podcast, John Yurkaba, who was on our... He's... Wait a minute. Is he the fourth member? Is he on right now? Is he on? Hey, guys. We was just <laughs> hey, guys. Hey guys. Um, <laughs> Hello, John. John, uh, top fan John Yurkaba, who was on our Avengers review last week. Uh, <laughs> he is going to be a guest at Wizard World, and uh, he's doing a lot of artwork and stuff, and you'll be able to go out and meet him and get some mm-hmm. commissions and buy some cool shit from John. He's uh, uh, probably the biggest Ghostbusters fan I've ever met. Knows more about it than anyone I know. Uh, except for he didn't know Vigo was dead. We were trying to guess new guests, and he was like, "Dude, what if they bring in Vigo?" I was like, "That would oh, be big. That one's not gonna happen. <laughs> That's a feat. That would be a feat." Um, <laughs> so Vigo will probably not be there, but uh, John will be there. And uh, it was funny. He was working on this this map that kind of shows the layout of Fan Fest, and he's like, "Dude, do you have any ideas for like little things I can include?" I was like, "Oh, do I?" Yeah. What if you had three stressed out <laughs> podcasters doing a little selfie with Vigo? Um, and it's in there. So oh, it's in cool. life. You. I would have just said bounce house. So I'm glad that you went with that. <laughs> Ooh, God. What if this just turned? It all falls apart. It's just an empty Sony lot with a Ghostbusters bounce house <laughs> with Dan Aykroyd, like pouring vodka drinks, playing the harmonica. You know what? I would take it. Sounds like a party to me. Um, so, yeah, we're 30 days away. Yeah, why not? And uh, I'm excited. I, I cannot wait to get out there and see everybody. Uh, and, I mean, fuck. There's a... As stressed as I am about the autographs and the photo ops and the panels, like, let's not forget Jason Reitman's going to be there. And there's a really good chance that we're going to learn a lot more about this new Ghostbusters movie that yeah. starts filming in a couple weeks. Yeah. Uh, what's everybody's stress level about that? Whew. I mean, ugh, I, I didn't even... It, it's hard to even think about that this is all happening so soon. It's kind of sneaking up on us, but I, I wonder if we're going to get... I feel like there's going to be big casting announcements mm-hmm. for this oh, movie. Yeah. Like, 100%. they're... they're holding as much of that as like, it's so close. They know who's in this movie. Like there's no way there's not going to be a panel or something where they're just like, Oh, Hey, we're, we've confirmed, you know, this person, this person, whether they're from the original ghostbusters or not. Um, you know, like there, there's been a few like weird, uh, you know, there's been like a couple interviews where J.K. Simmons has like been weird about Ghostbusters, yeah. like yeah, leading yeah. people to believe he might be in the movie. And I hope he does. But like, you know, what if he's there? Like, what if they bring out a couple mm-hmm. actors, you know, that are in the movie that we don't know? You know, we don't know about. I, I think that's there, a, I'm going to throw a folding chair at him. <laughs> I'm, th- <laughs> I'm throwing a symbol at J.K. God Simmons. God, it. now I'm like. 
I don't have anything Whiplash to bring and get signed. <laughs> I've got a steel book. Jake, have you even seen Whiplash? Dude. Um, oh, I man. am stressed for the same reason because, A, yeah, I hope there's announcements, but I hope that they're also, like, present and that they can, like, come out as a surprise because that would be, like, amazing. <laughs> if J.K. Simmons is there, I'm going to try to get a shirt made real quick that says, hey, Jake, have you seen Whiplash? <laughs> and then I'm going to try to get a photo with him. I want a professional photo off with J.K. Simmons where he's holding a symbol in his hand like he's about to frisbee it at me. Yes. And I'm just like ducking. Yeah, like, yes. Yes. Um, that would be incredible. Dude. So, yeah. So I'm watching quick. that tonight. Yeah. Love that movie. I'm buying a symbol. Bring with me. <laughs> hey, I need some new symbols. Um, so I do think we'll get casting announcements. I do think we'll get a title for the movie and maybe like some new teaser images, teaser poster, maybe a new sizzle trailer. You know, they haven't started filming it yet. So like the, the amount of footage we see will, would be limited. Um, but one thing that's kind of peculiar to me, we've been following the developments of a third, you know, Ghostbusters movie uh, or a new Ghostbusters movie, basically our entire adult lives. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. So, I think the first thing I searched on AOL when I got it in like 97 was, will there be a Ghostbusters 3? Uh, <laughs> and it was like, Dan Aykroyd says Ghostbusters 3 is coming soon. I was like, tight. Tight, um, love the internet. That was 23 years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, so ever since there's been rumors about Ghostbusters 3, every time there's been a new, like a new story or a script approval or a director announced or whatever... Even through Answer the Call, the first question that every single person asks and every single article says is, will Bill Murray be in this movie? And then, like, soon after that, somebody asks him. Like, he'll do an interview and somebody like, so what about this new Ghostbusters? Have you guys noticed they announced this movie in January? So we're at the four, five, almost six-month mark, whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not one person has asked Bill Murray, will he be in the new Ghostbusters movie? Right. It's Hmm. weird because it it always feels like that. And I'm trying to figure out, I'm not trying to read a lot into it. Like it could just be that answer. The call came out and he was in it. And that kind of satisfied the, you know, the mainstream media who would cover, you know, movies kind of superficially. But do you guys think he's going to be in this movie? Like, is there a chance he's at fan fest in not like as a doing autographs and photo ops, but is there a chance that they announce the new cast and Bill Murray walks out? Like, I know we've talked about it, but like, yeah, I'm, I'm sure it's crossed everyone's I think, mind. I think there, I mean, I think there is a good chance of that. And, um, even if he's not in the movie, I'm sure they're trying to get him there. You know, whether, whether he shows up or not, we'll see, but I'm, I'm sure that there is some sort of attempt being made to get Bill Murray there. Uh, I think the fact that it's not just like, um, I think the fact that it's like, you know, kind of a limited thing, maybe he will show up. Maybe he'll only maybe he'll show up at only to like that panel. You know, maybe he won't be there hanging out all yeah. day. Maybe they'll have a panel. And if it's like if you're in that panel, Bill Murray's going to be there. Yeah. That's it. You know, who knows? Similar to like how Harrison Ford dropped into celebration where it was. Just yeah, like but I think here. it's I think it's. I don't want to say it's likely, but I think it's not beyond the realm you know, of impossibility. Yeah. 
Yeah, I like I, to think. I, I think it's like a 50-50 shot. And, and I think it totally depends. I think if he's involved in the new movie in an official capacity, I, I think that there's a chance we'll see him mm-hmm. at FanFest. Yeah. Um, but they definitely are holding off on the main cast announcements until FanFest, right? Like, how? what's that yeah, crowd sure. going to be like when they say, let's meet our new cast, and Dan Aykroyd and mm. Ernie Hudson walk mm. out? Like, that. even though we know they're going to be in the movie, hey— Bring the tissues, yeah, folks. Yeah, like it's gonna be, dude. Like, do not underestimate the power of Crystal Head Vodka. Bringing the boys back. Bringing the boys back. Boys like back seriously, like I, I, I don't. Crystal Head or not, I'm gonna be freaking out. Like, well, I, hope, I hope not. Probably. Let's all hope not because of Crystal. Keep Head. it away from her. Keep um, it away from oh. her. Oh, what is the stove they, Here's your on. new cast. The oh. original <laughs> King of the Ghosts. Here he is, folks. <laughs> uh, I think uh, yeah. some, something that I, I don't want to bring up too much because we're talking about it in our fuck budget, but the whole, like, Sigourney Weaver thing, like, well, if she's in the, if she is in this movie, I feel like your likelihood for Bill Murray being in this movie is probably a little higher. Yeah, I agree mm-hmm. with that. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So listen, all that to say, we're we're getting excited for Fan Fest, and we're probably treading ground we've we've covered before. But like, how could you not be sure excited about? Yeah, it's literally ever. It's all I think about. And I mean, also like, I, I'm also really excited and nervous about whether or not this uh, Jurassic World ride is going to be open. <laughs> oh, dude, fuck. you're hey. <laughs> I, there's no way dude when they say summer that means like late august there's no way it's gonna be open in three weeks i mean uh, it could, it could maybe there'll be, be another ride where you flip that coin all episode though <laughs> <laughs> that's become my favorite thing. i like the coin i, I, I saw you guys couldn't hear it i didn't think it was bothering anybody i'll stop it turns out that i heard it for the first month but didn't know what it was and then you were like hey <laughs> You guys can't hear me flipping that coin, and I'm like, like bothering. Was it? Were you like? Was it killing you? Like, what's that sound? Yeah, I just love that you're two faced. Yeah, I love that you're like luck, blind, stupid, stupid. do luck. I want Jake. I want to have a yes. Have some coin. I want to release our own challenge coin. Like a challenge. That's a good idea. Let's do that. Do a challenge coin. Yeah, dude. Like answer the challenge. All right, cool. So we'll move on. Fan fest is coming up. Uh, in group therapy, we'll get some threads going. Let's get some predictions. I want to know what people's predictions are for the title. I think a lot of people are just starting to lean towards Ghostbusters three, which I, uh, I think I, I think it's going to be called Rise of the Vankmans. Ooh, <laughs> the Vankmans, I like it. Rise of Vankmans, and it's about all of his illegitimate children, yeah, who are dead and they come back as ghosts. Yeah. Exactly. I like I it. Love it. Hey. <laughs> I'm going to pop open my Diet Dr Pepper here. Uh, enjoy it. <laughs> I'm sure they're happy. Yeah. Uh, cool. So <laughs> let's talk about Patreon. Y'all ready? Yeah. Do cool. It. Uh, if you want to get in on Yes Have Some podcast bonus episodes, we do two to three a month, and Lord have mercy, are we having fun? You're going to have to go to patreon.com slash yes have some, and you can sign up for $5 a month. You get immediate access to our complete archives of bonus episodes. We go in depth on movies. We have fun. It's loose. You never know where those episodes are going to go. Uh, and we, like I said, we do two to three a month, and for $5, you get complete access to the archive. And of course, every time a new episode comes out, you get to listen to it. Um, so we, that's <laughs> yes. what happens. I like 
like the YHS archives. I like to think of it like Game of Thrones, like where Sam was hanging out with like all the oh, scrolls yeah. and stuff. Like we need someone to tend to him. I hate yeah. Sam. I don't like that guy. Oh. Why? Yeah, because I like it's him. like, oh, I'm going to just He's go. too like too much of a good guy. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. read all the time. I'm going to have a kid. You're just I, mad because he can get past chapter one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, True. But do you guys ever Nerd. think about what all those people in Game of Thrones smell like? Dude, yeah. <laughs> it, can't be, it can't be great. Mm-hmm. Well, anyways. Sansa smells good. She probably does. Yeah. Sansa Claus? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> if you want to get in on these bonus episodes, you're going to go to patreon.com slash yeshavesome. And uh, we really appreciate it. We love everybody. We thank you for your support. Helps us keep the lights on, pay for the equipment and the, oh, God. The cost, the hosting, the website hosting, the podcast hosting, all that stuff. So we really appreciate it. And uh, thank you. Thank you, guys. And uh, a little Patreon action is, uh, you know, if you want to get in on these uh, (laughs) Yes Have Some podcasts, you know, you're going to go down to Patreon and all those bonus episodes are going to be good. I am so excited. I love when I can't wait. (laughs) I want to quit the podcast right now and just go to Dan Ackward's house. Hey, Craig, so... When we meet Dan Aykroyd yes. and we're at the breakfast, yes. I think you need to – I just think this will be funny. Maybe don't quite put on the like sound of the voice as much, but you should talk to Dan Aykroyd in that same like – you know, cadence and yeah. like, you know, talk to Dan Aykroyd like Dan Aykroyd talks. So just be like, Dan, how good are these waffles? <laughs> just be, <laughs> like do the like fast talking and the like just your Dan Aykroyd impression. But just don't do the like just don't change the way your voice sounds. Yeah. Like Dan, these and waffles. Be like, Same intensity. Be like, oh, I like this guy. I'm into him. Boy, man, I haven't had a waffle like this since 1987. Let me tell you what, man. I was at a diner in <laughs> Chicago, it. and boy, we had a good time. Okay. Cannot cool. wait. Oh, man. The crystal head's going to be flowing. Yeah. Mm, I'm excited. Yes. Can you feel it? I can feel it. All right. You already do this fuck budget? Do it. Yeah. Fuck it up. Sure. All right, here we go. It's time for the Yes Have Some Fuck Budget. It is the segment where Jake and Abigail have five topics and ten fuck bucks to spend. They have to allocate their fuck bucks wisely and decide how many fuck bucks they want to spend on each topic. They cannot spend. There is no fuck budget credit cards. There is no loans from the fuck bank. It's only what you got. I've tried to get some. I think I'm doing pretty good on this week's. <laughs> yeah, you guys have been doing pretty good lately. There, it, it's it's hard. I mean, saving my fucks. You, <laughs> sometimes you guys, it's hard. Yeah, sometimes it's hard. But uh, you guys ready? Yeah, ready. All right, cool. Yep. Let's do it. And then Let's after this, it. we'll talk about it. Yeah. Chapter two. Chur, chur, chur. All right. Wait, I actually had a hard time with this week's fuck budget. I wanted to throw that out there. What happened? I had to, like, reallocate some fucks because I, like, splurged all on one category. Then I had to pull back a little. That happens. We've all been there. We've all been in line at Walmart. (laughs) Yeah. Holding 30 toys. Yeah. And saying, is this a good idea? (laughs) Yeah. I did that today, and then I put them back because I realized I already owned all of them. Oh. I went to to Walmart today, and it's the first time that I've seen, like, the Godzilla stuff, like, completely fully stocked. Like, it Mm -hmm. was all out. There were multiples of everything. And then right beside it was the, like, Bandai Creation uh, Godzilla toys, which were also fully stocked. And then right beside that, they had, like, just redone the Jurassic World section, and it was just... 
the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. Like just all of it fully stocked. It was great. Dang. Yeah. Did you cry when you saw those toys? I cried a little bit. I put it on my story. Oh, cool. Glassy eyed. Glassy eyed Jake crying over a goddamn Godzilla figure. I love it. Love right, it. Let's do it. First up, we have the second fold trailer for Spider Man Far From Home, brought to you by Dr. Pepper. It is the new movie in the MCU. It is the first movie since Avengers Endgame, which has been in theaters for a week and has made <laughs> more money than, than, like, it's about to, I think, be Avatar. It's, it's great. It's making all sorts of money. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the MCU has to continue, and it will with Spider-Man Far From Home. Abby, how Yo. many fucks did you give? Yo, I give this three fucks. Um, honestly, I thought this was a really enjoyable trailer. Um, really enjoyed Spider-Man Homecoming. I'd love to go back and revisit it soon. Um, this trailer opens with like a total bummer because... Like all Hold of us on. just saw Endgame. Avengers spoiler alert! I am coming not going to say exactly what it is. No, I want you to because oh, it's do? important for the discussion. Well, but Tom Holland tells everyone as the trailer opens, like, "Hey, there's huge Endgame spoilers, so like, just be aware as you move forward." So there are like, there's good reason to shed a tear in the opening of this trailer because you see uh, Spider-Man Peter Parker like crying over the death of Iron Man. Huge spoiler, um, which I. I wasn't really emotionally ready for, but then the rest of the trailer is basically very lighthearted and super fun. Um, it's kind of a long trailer, which would be my only complaint with it. Um, but yeah, I'm like obviously very invested in Spider-Man. I like Tom Holland. I like this. Uh, I like the fact that during this trailer, they mentioned like the multiverse. So that kind of like is exciting to think that things could open up in a different way with this movie. Um, I thought it was a a funny trailer, like with the ghosting Nick Fury thing. Um, and like the last joke with, uh, what's his name with like the, you work for Spider-Man. Then it's like, no, I work with Spider-Man. I thought that shit was funny. So I'd say three fucks to this trailer. Three fucks. Jacob Walsh. Um, I, I also gave it three fucks. Um, there's a thing that's happening. I, I think the trailer is fine. Like, uh, um, there, something I mentioned to you guys on the phone recently is that, um, sometimes I feel like Marvel is entering the phase where they're like, our trailers don't have to be like the most amazing trailer. I don't think this is the best trailer in the world. It's fine. It, it gets me excited, but I'm excited because I already like Spider-Man and I already like these movies and I already like where they're going. The thing that, I am most excited for that two of these fucks are directly uh, a product of is the fact that we're we sponsored got, by Dr. Pepper, Spider Pepper. That we're sponsored by Dr. Pepper. Um, I was like, is he my boss? Uh, <laughs> Do we work I'm for him? Tell the truth. Um, yeah, you have to. It's it's the it's the multiverse thing because they're. <clears throat> That it opens up so many different possibilities for what you can do in the story. And then also it also opens up your your world for the rest of the MCU. There's so much like the way the comic books work with the alternate Earths. They're all like numbered and there's different things and different versions of characters that happen on each world. And sometimes they cross over. Sometimes they end up in the same. It's such I mean. It's 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 literally like uh, the Spider-Man. Um, uh, what was the animated movie called? Into the Spider-Verse. 
in Spider Jesus Christ. It's it's Spider Verse. You know, it's like the yeah. same kind of stuff that happens in Spider Verse, and and that's very exciting to think that could be happening in the MCU now. But also, um, anybody who who is a fan of of Spider Man or, or the comics or watched cartoons also knows that Mysterio is fucking full of shit, and he's a mm-hmm. villain, and he's possibly lying about the whole thing so we'll see when the movie comes out but that is um that's exciting to me i I, i'm 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 ready to see it yeah i'm excited to get back into marvel movies oh i saw mysterio on a bag of doritos at the gas station and i wanted to get them supposedly (laughs) you know he's a liar he's a liar though Uh, i'm really excited about this movie i thought the trailer was great i love that we're seeing the emotional impact and the aftermath of Endgame, um, I think when the first trailer came out, that was before Endgame was out, so there was a lot of question of, like, when does this take place? Is it before, after, whatever? So obviously this is after the events of Endgame. Um, And yeah, I agree. When you open up, listen, the Marvel Universe is going to continue to expand uh, the MCU. There's a lot more characters that they have access to now with the Fox deal, and yeah, bringing in the, the thought of a multiverse opens up, like, here's the thing. So, you know, Thor and Guardians of the Galaxy, like those movies did a really good job of uh, introducing the cosmic elements of, of the Marvel comics into the to the MCU and making it like, mm-hmm. you, you know, it is funny that we're at the point where like when you see Tony Stark interacting with Rocket Raccoon, you, you don't question it. Like, if that was in Iron Man 1, you'd be like, get the fuck out. What is this? Like, but (laughs) we're at the point where, like... We accept it. We accept it. We accept the cosmic elements. We accept, uh, you know, Captain Marvel and her powers. We accept time travel and alternate timelines and divergent timelines and, you know, all the stuff uh, with Hank Pym and everything. Um, So now we're getting to the point where, yeah we're probably ready to start talking about alternate universes in, in, uh, or the multiverse and just be fully bought into it. And really the possibilities are endless. One thing that stressed me out, somebody on group therapy brought up the fact that, do you think this will be a way for Sony to retain rights to Spider-Man and do their own Spider-Man movies with Tom Holland and get him out of the MCU? And I was just like, Holy fuck. I hope not. Yeah, <laughs> like I, I don't know why they would do that, but I hope that's not what they're yeah, thinking. No, I don't think so. But uh, yeah, yeah, it whatever. It, it looks it looks fun. It looks good. It also looks like we're we're possibly getting a couple other. Um, it looks like we might be getting the uh, the Sandman and Molten Man and Hydro Man, which are just weird Spider Man villains already, and that's what those big creatures look like. They probably are. And, um, I just get scared because like Spider-Man movies have this history of in the second movie introducing way too many characters. Well, no, I think it's good. No, no, no. I think it's going to be like in, in far from or not far from home, but in, uh, homecoming we had, we also had the shocker, you know, he's a, he's a, he's a main Spider-Man villain. And they, and they, I think the way they did that guy is just like his own, there were two shockers in, in that movie. And I think that's probably the way they're going to go about it. Um, so I, I'm not, I'm not too worried. Yeah. I think 
I think Marvel knows better. Yeah. It was yeah. funny. There was an interview with John Favreau. I've been oh, kind I was of... thinking of the Shockmaster. <clears throat> Shockmaster <laughs> from, from wrestling. From WCW? Yeah. From WCW? Yeah, I just looked it up. That would be great if the Shockmaster was in there. Cool. Prepare to be shocked by Craig the was shock doing a different Shocker reference, but continue. I mean, it's multiple. Anything could happen. <laughs> yeah, true. The, the, oh, the Shocker. It's just a giant hand. <laughs> uh, so listen you hey, hey i'm from stop. the 90s i could say things like that yeah i'm from the night i act like i didn't travel <laughs> are you though i lived no, through from them. the 80s oh therefore so i can say listen, that listen listen here's the thing here's the thing i'm excited i was reading this john favreau interview and he was talking about how they originally were going to introduce the mandarin in the first iron man but they didn't think people would buy it uh it, it's just funny how far we've come uh but yeah, yeah this trailer looks great and uh I'm, that was before they completely ruined the whole Mandarin storyline. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On the line now is uh, Iron Man 3 writer Drew Pierce. Hey, Bring Drew. him on. I'll tell him. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Whoa. Whoa. Calm down. Um, I don't care. I don't care. Uh, listen, I'm excited. This movie looks great. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can't wait to see what they do. I think Tom Holland's really, he's great in this role. And like, it's kind of like, Tobey Maguire was a really good Spider-Man. Andrew Garfield was not great, but Tom Holland's really good. So mm-hmm. it's yeah. it's it's cool. I'm excited. Yeah. Um, but cool, we can move on. That was some good stuff mm-hmm. here. Cool. Uh, yeah. Next up, our friends at Chronicle Collectibles. This weekend, we're at the uh, Fan Expo in, in I think, believe, uh, Dallas, I believe. Uh, yeah. And they debuted a new product that, oh boy, I'm excited about. Uh <laughs> I really am. They debuted a couple new products, and I'm sure Jake wants to talk about some of the other ones. Uh, yeah. But Abby only the wants to talk give about a fuck this about. one. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, hey, hey! Jake. <laughs> yeah. Do you like animals? I do. Do you like Star Trek? I do. Well, then well? you should love the Star Trek cat statues from Chronicle Collectibles. Oh, what? These are one-ninth scale statues. You can get James T. Kirk and a host of others from the original series. Uh, They're based on some original artwork by Jenny Parks, and uh, they're only 40 bucks. They're like 8-inch tall statues. They're really cute. Oh. And uh, I want to know how many fucks you give, Jake. Um, I gave it one fuck. Um, I I think they look very cute. They're really cool. I do like Star Trek. I do like cats, but they are not something I would ever probably buy. Uh, I would maybe give it more fucks if it was like based off of the next generation cast. Um, but I still I still don't see like it's still not something that I'm like I gotta buy that. Um, I do think they're very well done. Um, but beyond that, I just I just gave it one fuck. Word, dude. Wow. Heartless. Doesn't like <laughs> It's not heartless. They got one. Heartless. I only get ten. Some vegan. Um, <laughs> JK. I almost got zero. Brad, it almost got five fucks from me, and then I scratched wow. it out and put four fucks, and then I scratched that out and just kept it at three fucks. Wait, did you cat scratch them? I can't scratch it. <sighs> you Dude, better bring it to the out. hospital and make sure it... I will, because I know where it is. It's an urgent care. Uh, <laughs> been there for a cat Wait, scratch hold on. Whoa, 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 before. Whoa. The hospital's at urgent care? No, okay. I don't go to the hospital. I go to urgent care. Are we talking yeah. about that? Hello, we're poor. Hey, yeah. Um, which which one of these statues do you like the most? I really like I like the, the Scotty. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is that drinking some milk? He's drinking, like, scotch milk, and I just oh. really like the face that he's making. Um, 
I obviously love these and I need them. And I don't even like the original Star Trek as much as I prefer the next generation, but I think these are adorable. And it makes me want them to do other franchises like Game of Thrones and Star That'd Wars. That'd be great. That'd yeah. be cool. I already like was casting. It's like one of the, yeah. it's one of those things where it's like I don't want to buy these, but I would like them to make way more of them. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I I'm both actually. I want to buy them. I want people to buy them for me, and I want them to make more. Hey, you know what I like uh, in the product detail? So it's like one night scale, one night scale James T. Kirk, based on the original artwork, officially licensed, part of the Star Trek Cats collection, limited edition. Come spade and with all shots. Wait. So not neutered for James D. Kirk, but spade. spade. Uh, hey, these are really cute. Yeah. I like these. I hope I can get my hands on a couple of these. Mm-hmm. Just putting that out to the Chronicle Collectibles universe. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah. Abby likes them. While while we're talking about it, Jake, talk about uh that uh Dilophosaurus. Oh man, I don't I don't have the complete specs in front of me, but they put out a um. They put out a Dilophosaur, and it has the – man, it looks so good. I was talking to Robert about it. As soon as I got the email, I I texted Robert from Chronicle, and I was just like, dude, this thing looks – this is beautiful. It it has um, two – it comes with two interchangeable heads with uh, its frill uh, out and then one without. It has a very cool base that has like the East Dock sign on it. Um, I believe if you're like one of the first hundred orders or something like that, it also is going to have a little cryo can uh, mm-hmm. for the base. Um, and it's also like it's a different it's not like a movie specific pose or scene. It's not like it's not like the breakout Rex where that pose you could pause the movie on that exact pose it's just like the dilophosaur in all its glory it's just such a beautiful looking figure i love it i don't own it uh it's it's like i they have put out so many jurassic park things that it's like you really have to pick and choose especially the ones that are a little more expensive and i was like am i buying this dilophosaur mm-hmm. it me, looks so, so good yeah 16 inches tall 19 inches long uh it's 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 a one-fourth scale and it is pricey it's uh 899.99 but what i love here's the, i want to give a major shout out to chronicle collectibles because there's a lot of high-end collectible companies uh this is what i love about chronicle a they offer amazing payment plans Yep. You could do a 10 or 11 month payment plan, pay, you know, a hundred bucks a month and have, and by the time it's paid off, it'll, cause it doesn't ship till next year. So there's really no that's reason. Exactly, mm-hmm. That's exactly what I did when I, when I got my breakout Rex, that thing was pretty expensive, but I, there was no way I was like, I have to own that. And if it wasn't for that payment plan, then I wouldn't be staring at it right now. Yeah. But the other thing I love about Chronicle is that unlike some high end, uh, companies that we're not going to name, um, they like actually ship you your stuff when you buy it. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like, that's a good uh, thing for a company not, to do. It's not just one company that's shady about them. a lot of these high end collectible companies. Like people will literally wait years to receive their items. Chronicle yeah. Collectibles has made the most elite line of Jurassic Park collectibles ever in existence. And they're continuing to release amazing stuff. Yeah. Um, I, I love all of their stuff. We reviewed those John Wick coins that we got la- uh, a couple months ago. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they've got the Ghostbusters Terror Dog. Like, it's an unbelievable company. So definitely check out Chronicle Collectibles. Mm-hmm. And listen, this is not a paid advertisement. 
I just really I'm passionate about yeah. people. They're clearly passionate about what they do and the products they put out. Yeah. Um, and yeah. When, when we had them on our show and talked about it, and like we've talked to uh, Robert, who works at Chronicle a decent amount, like they really like they're actually they're collectors. Yeah. They're not just trying yeah. to like like they're actually collectors. They know what the collectors want. Um, so I can't stress enough yeah. how how amazing their stuff is. Mm-hmm. Abby, you getting these cat statues? Yes, I am. All right. I really want a yes, have some cat statue collection one day, too. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> okay. All right. Somebody make us a cat statue. Please. All right. Y'all ready for the next one? <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Yeah. All right. So, a couple weeks ago, Production Weekly, which is the, uh, the weekly uh, trade that goes out for all of the new Hollywood productions that are happening, lists their casts. Uh, production crew, things like that. Uh, it's a very official source. Um, not that this was officially confirmed, but we didn't talk about it at the time. We had a lot going on. Sigourney Weaver was listed for Ghostbusters 3, working title Rust City, as one of the cast members, alongside Finn Wolfhard and Carrie Coon. Um, they, some sources came out and said it wasn't accurate. Some sources say, no, it's production weekly, whatever. We're not here to talk about the legitimacy of whether or not Sigourney Weaver is going to be in the new movie, because frankly, we'll we'll know one way or the end another soon enough. Mm-hmm. Um, I think because it happened to pop into production weekly, it, li- it at least lands or lends a little bit more. Uh, it, it piques my interest a little bit more than just some like random Twitter saying, hey, Sigourney Weaver is going to be in the new Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. But. We talk about the original cast return, and we talk about Dan Aykroyd a lot. We talk about Ernie Hudson. We talk about Rick Moranis. We talk about Bill Murray. Let's talk about Sigourney Weaver. Abigail Gardner, how many fucks do you allocate to the possibility of Sigourney Weaver returning in the new Ghostbusters movie? Dude, I'm giving this three fucks. Um, I feel like as I'm looking at this picture of Sigourney Weaver in Ghostbusters, and as I'm rereading this article, I'm kind of thinking that I should have given it more fucks, but I think three is sufficient um, because it's not solid fact yet. Um, I'm really glad that it's coming from a respected source. I think that's like, that gives me much more hope, but to have her back in the Ghostbusters universe and to have her in this movie, um, I think it's really, really exciting. Um, My mind would go to, oh, there's probably some sort of a lineage or relation to her and Carrie Coon's character. Um, There's kind of a resemblance between the two of them. So that would be really awesome. Um, Just to see her in the film would be fantastic. To see her at FanFest would be even better. Um, But yeah, I'm very, very excited about this. Jacob Walsh. Um... I also gave it three fucks. Listen, I think it was a mistake um, that it ended up online. Um, Mm -hmm. I think that it's probably true, and I think that we're probably going to get that official um, word at FanFest. It is literally what we were just talking about is what, like— it's in them. It's it, it's what it's a month from now, and they're going to be announcing cast there. The fact that this wound up on um, whatever website is, was probably an accident because they were probably like, "Hey, 
let's save it for FanFest. Um, even if, you know, whether she's there or not, I feel like it's going to be officially announced there. Um, I think it's great that they bring her back in it. And it also, like we were just talking about Bill Murray, I think it kind of opens the door a little bit and, and makes me believe a little, a little more that it's possible that Bill Murray could end up in this movie because doesn't it seem, doesn't it just seem weird to have, to have, Dana without Bill Murray at this point, like Dana without Peter, it just seems like, I'm sure, I'm sure it could go. I'm sure I'm not saying it can't be done or that it, that it wouldn't still be good, but it just seems like, well, those two together, those two together are, are, you know, among the, the great reasons that the first two films work. The first in particular is that, those two are, are pretty great together and they're, and they're really fun to watch. So, yeah. And I think like, because we know that, so the only information we have about the new movie is that this family moves back to a small town and they have a mysterious connection to the original Ghostbusters. Well, that could mean a million things, but yeah, I think everybody's mind goes to, Oh, they're related to Ray or they're related to Egon. But like the, the first movie was essentially about, a possessed building <laughs> that that took over its tenants mm-hmm. like so like there, there, there's a whole lot of way to do lineage here uh dana is an extremely important character in both of the first ghostbusters movies like yeah. her the first movie she's the first client and she becomes uh you know possessed and and you guys have seen it um i don't need to explain the plot yeah, then what happens okay the second movie <laughs> listen okay here's what it is it's five years later she's pushing this baby right and i'm like whose baby is oh this? okay who's yeah who's the baby whose baby is that? Is that the sniff's baby or is that bill murray's baby yeah and then the baby's like going down crazy in the streets uh listen i thought you were gonna do an impression of the baby talking and the baby's like mom help mom <laughs> and the other guy's like I'm the building superintendent, not the doorman. <laughs> what an asshole. What a jerk, right? Yeah. It never dawned on me. Somebody was talking about recently how that guy, like that, that was the first instance of the movie of like, oh, these New Yorkers are full of negativity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty like it's one of those things where when you're younger, you, you might not get it. But when you watch that now and you realize that that's what the whole movie is about is how negative people are becoming because of what's happening. Yeah. You see it immediately from the start. They right. have oh. instances right. of it. Yeah. Hey, let's just deep dive on Ghostbusters too. Well, when you hey, like, how good, about because we've tried. How about the couple who <laughs> thinks that they're going to therapy? And they're just screaming at each other. Yeah. Yeah. But well, you know, got to turn I, that heat up a little bit. Yeah. I but feel like that couple. I always fun. wondered what what is the end result? Like at the end, Egon just walks in. He's like, just kidding. There's no well, therapy. I, I'm always no like, puppies. who would wait for that long? Dude, I would yeah. been out of there. I would have been out of there yeah. without iPhones. What the fuck are they doing? Of course, they're yelling at each other. Okay, like that Here, here's, a situa- here's a situation. Here's a situation. Here's a situation. You think you're going to marital counseling? Mm-hmm. You're waiting an hour. It's hot. You're screaming at each other. Yeah, you already don't want to be there. And at the end, that famous Ghostbuster walks in. It <laughs> is like there's no therapy here. We were doing an experiment on you. I feel like you would be so upset. Are they paying him, or are they? Or do you think Egon's going to cut him a check? Oh, I see. These are the questions that need to be answered, folks. Mm-hmm. This is why we should be doing the Ghostbusters 2 commentary. Now I have my question for <laughs> FanFest. Um, could you imagine our Ghostbusters 2 commentary? God, oh, what Mr. is wrong Raven? with these people? Why are they screaming at each other? <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. So, yeah. Um, what were we talking about? 
Sigourney Weaver. Oh yeah, Sigourney Weaver. I think she's oh, as yeah. she's as an important piece of the puzzle is, is any of the original characters. I would say even more so than Lewis Tully, although I would absolutely love to see Rick Moranis in this movie. I think mm-hmm. I think Dana uh, is a, is a key piece of the Ghostbusters puzzle, and uh, I I really hope that she's uh, I really hope she's in the movie. There's no reason to think that she wouldn't be, except for the ten Avatar movies she's filming. Jesus Christ. We'll, Which we're we'll about to, to talk that. about. Yeah, I know. Any more on Sigourney Weaver before we move on? No. That's it. All right. Next up. Disney has released their entire uh, or their most current up-to-date movie schedule through 2027. There is a lot of movies, including live-action Marvel, obviously live-action Disney. Like 10 avatars or something. How many avatars are on this list? Five? Four? Uh, I don't... Okay. Too many. But the big news was that there's going to be a three-year break after The Rise of Skywalker, and then a new set of three Star Wars movies will start in 2022. Uh, no word on if that is one trilogy of movies or, or what those movies are going to be. But when it comes to the Disney release schedule, the new Star Wars release dates, and all the Avatar movies, and the Bob's Burgers movie, which Whoa. will hit a summer 2020, Abigail Gardner. How many fucks do you give? Dude, I give this one fuck, because uh, I really only have one fuck left to give, but Bob's Burger movie, was that inside this article? Uh, it's probably yeah. buried in there. It comes out a week after Ghostbusters okay. next summer. We're, well, shit, dude. I thought I read the whole thing. Um, <clears throat> reading about Avatar, I have zero fucks to give towards Avatar. I do care about the trilogy or whatever it is, the three movies uh, that are coming out after Rise of Skywalker. That I'm very interested in. Uh, so my one fuck is allocated towards that and the Bob's Burger movie because I love Bob's Burgers. And also, I love the term the Christmas Corridor, which I read in this article, which is apparently that like little win of time um i'm looking forward to more star wars movies and i care but i i don't these when it comes to like uh release times and this kind of stuff it's not necessarily like the most interesting thing to me so i give it one fuck all right jacob walsh i i agree exactly with everything abby just said i i also only gave it one fuck and and it is i i have too much energy focused on uh rise of skywalker right now that i can't like yeah, it is. It's definitely exciting that we know we're going to get more Star Wars movies. But like, who didn't think we were going to get more mm-hmm. Star Wars movies? No matter what they're about, they could be anything. They could be a fucking sequel to Solo. Who knows? It could be good. It could be bad. I'm excited they're coming. Fuck Avatar. I don't ever want to see another yeah. Avatar movie. But um, just I, I just can't say anything else that Abby didn't just say. It's not is like when it's just years down the road. It's like oh yeah, well of course we're going to get Star Wars movies. I, I can't get too worked up about it um so i'm i'm i was wrong i said i thought they were going to take a two-year break um because remember as recently as a year ago the plan was to have multiple star wars movies per year and yeah uh i still think they could do that i just don't think they could they just didn't they could they thought their their first run at it just kind of didn't work. Didn't work, but and and I think maybe it scared them a little bit. Yeah, I so it's a three year hiatus, which I think I think is good. I mean, it sucks because it's a really long time. But like, if you think about it, the Jurassic World movies are three years apart. Like, it, it's not uncommon for a lot of movies are. Yeah. yeah. Um, what I'm interested in trying to figure out is, I do not think that. I, I I doubt that they're going to simultaneously release two different trilogies 
Because I don't like because we know Ryan Johnson is still working on a trilogy, and we know that the Game of Thrones dudes, uh, DB Weiss and oh, what's his name, David Benioff, are creating what is rumored to be the Old Republic trilogy. Um, I kind of hope that's what these three are. Like, I think it would be really cool if there was just like, this is a new Star Wars trilogy. It takes place thousands of years before the Skywalker trilogy, and it's all new characters and all new lore. It's just something to get really I'd invested love, in. Yeah, that'd be great. I'd love to see something like that as opposed to a bunch of characters we were already familiar with. I think, like, man, that'd be great if maybe it had a little more of the rogue one kind of like rogue one still felt like star Wars enough to be like, this is a star Wars movie, but it also felt different enough to, you know, just to just feel kind of fresh and it would be great, especially like if they're going to do with, if they're going to do old Republic stuff, I feel like it can be, it can be a little, I don't want to say, I don't want to say darker, but it could definitely be maybe in a different, Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, yeah, it's, no, I, yeah. I, I, I think so too. I think that by doing a new trilogy that's that's not directly connected to because I think they're going to really lean heavily on the Disney Plus shows. Like we know that Mandalorian's going to be on there, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. We they announced Cassian Andor from Rogue One is getting his own show. There's mm-hmm. the rumor that Obi Wan. Uh, uh, Hugh McGregor might get a six part series There was a rumor that Rose might get her own show I don't think that's going to happen um, But I right. think there's a, there's a lot of ways to explore like Those individual characters and, and Timelines close to the original trilogy But I kind of like the idea of doing something Completely new and different and, and, and Just seeing what they can do with it But what's interesting is If it's just going to be one Star Wars movie every two years Starting three three years from now where does that leave the Ryan Johnson trilogy or is that still, is that going to be also announced and they're going to alternate I think it's every probably, other year? I think it, I think it's probably safe to say that maybe it's, I mean, that stuff can easily just get added. You know what I mean? Like right, right. maybe, maybe right now it's too uncertain of where it's going to land for them to be putting it mm-hmm. on the list, but maybe they know like, Hey, there's, there's going to be a couple more added here. Yeah. You know, I mean, Rogue, I mean, Rogue One was kind of coming out like in between. Right, right. A major trilogy. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. I have a feeling with uh, Star Wars Celebration being back next summer, we will uh, we will be learning more very soon. For sure. Yeah, Um, for sure. All right, cool. Last but not least, we did not talk about most important for last. Most important. Definitely. Sega. Mm. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog, the movie is is a thing. And there's a trailer (laughs) and Jim Carrey's in it. And oh, Teddy's boy. in it from Westworld. <laughs> yeah, um, I give. I don't think I. I I don't care about this. Even if it looked great, like I don't care about this. I'm assuming neither one of you gave any fucks. Zero fucks. But I mean, since we've all seen Jake, did you give any fucks? No. Okay, so let's just talk about it. I, you know, I almost did. I almost gave. Listen. I almost gave this one fuck, but I didn't. But the only reason I almost did is because it almost feel like watching this trailer. So this fucking movie looks bad all around. It looks bad. But there's part of me that is like, hey, 
Look at Jim Carrey being Jim Carrey again. Yeah, like it's kind of like I don't know what the whole movie's gonna be like, but I get a tiny bit of like old Jim Carrey out of that. And that's the only thing that is to me like worth seeing. Yeah. But it wasn't but it wasn't it still didn't get a fuck for me because it's still even though you're like watching it and you're like, oh, look, you, you know, he's he's it looks like he's trying to be silly and stuff. It also wasn't good. So it's like, well, <laughs> yeah. me, it's like, I don't know. It wasn't there wasn't anything where I'm like, that's funny. You know? Yeah, it doesn't look like anything to me. Um, <laughs> that's how I felt. I agree with you, Jake. I I gave this zero fucks. It looks so, so bad. So, so embarrassing. Yeah, but also. It seems like a Jim Carrey refer- return to form, like, in a weird way. He's kind of, he seems like the Riddler, like he's doing his old act, and I like that. Um, I feel like the this Sonic movie is, like, destined to end up on a YHS bonus episode in, like, ten years. Yeah, We're going to have to sure. watch it if we don't watch it now. Uh, and also the Gangster's Paradise loop that they keep playing without any of the words. It's so just bad. The, the, it's so bad. It's a bad trailer. Like, the, the stuff that Jim Carrey's doing, Jake, I got kind of some of those same vibes, but I was also like, I'm not laughing, though. Yeah, exactly. Really yeah, long, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm like, oh, he's kind of doing like an Ace Ventura thing, but it's not funny. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, OK, so everybody see the trailer. It looks pretty bad. Yeah. They announced after the back of oh, the backlash. The internet said no. That is not my Sonic. No, thank you. Um, and so everybody said Sonic looked really bad. Listen, Sonic kind of didn't really look like Sonic, but to me, that was the least offensive thing about this trailer. Uh, but they came out. The, the director came out and said they've listened to the feedback, and they're now redesigning Sonic. So my question is: Does Sonic being updated to look like Sonic? A, is that the most insane thing you've ever heard? That they're cha- after the first trailer came out, they're going to completely redesign the character. And B, does that make the movie possibly? Is there any like? Does that make one more person go and see it? No, I, I think so. My secret wish is that they redesign Sonic and he somehow looks worse. Me too. <laughs> I want I want like an even bigger backlash. Um, <laughs> To the point where they're just like, well, fuck it. We're just putting a pixelated straight from ripping it straight from the original Sega game. Um, no, it's not, it's not going to change anything about the movie. It's like the movie is going to be if the movie's bad, it's going to be bad no matter what. It's like it's weird that we now live in an age where backlash can be so bad mm-hmm. that it's making the filmmakers be like, all right, we better change it. it but, you know, like, but it's, it used such to be, like a, it's such a fake like. Yeah, it seems bad when you're on Twitter and then you go outside, find a hundred random people in nobody any, cares. And you'd be like, yeah. "What do you think? Of, what do you think, of Sonic?" They'll be like, "This restaurant, the tater tots no, place." I, like, I had someone. Yeah, but you know what? Like, hey, but good. also, but also, Sonic looks really stupid. Yeah, <laughs> he looks really bad. He does look really bad. And you and and what's what what I think the worst part is is the fact that. Um, uh, Detective Pikachu is coming out and it is like full it is full of Nintendo characters that look really good in this like they yeah. all look even though they're silly and they're in you know they're 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 very weird looking they 
were able to adapt them from the video game. They all look pretty accurate from from my my Pokemon knowledge. They all look really good, especially Pikachu. And it's like, well, how come they can do it? But you can't fucking like Sonic isn't any. It's not like he's a, a design mystery where it's like, oh, we got to make sure we get it right. Just fucking make it look like Sonic. Yeah. You know, it's weird. He's like the. I'm done. Thank you. Zero fucks. I like it. He's like the weird carnival version or like the flea market knockoff, like dishy. He's got, Disney he's got like a weird human body. Like his yeah. body is like, I don't know. You know what though? I hate that people are like, you know, this is a, this movie's made for kids. It's not made for you. Fuck that. There's plenty of movies that are made for kids that are amazing that look great and that are funny. Like, I, yeah. I don't believe in that whole thing. Like, oh, well, it's dumbed down because this it's not 1991 anymore. Like, who's Detective Pikachu made for? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It oh. looks amazing. Who, oh, is that? Mm-hmm. For Tarantino fans, Detective Pikachu comes roaring into theaters this weekend. <laughs> like, fuck off. Who? Hey, I'm still seeing it. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, Sonic and Detective Pikachu. Out? Yeah, I want to see them all. Uh, well, now that Pikachu, they're redesigning, Pikachu comes out tomorrow. Yeah, Pikachu's out. Oh shit! Well, that was some good fuck budgeting. So what we're gonna do now is swing on over to the future, and uh, mm. we're gonna review this It Chapter Two trailer, and uh, then we'll wrap it up from there. You guys ready? That's right. Yeah. Snap! Oh yeah, snap us over. That's what I was doing. <laughs> did you snap? That well, I did it, but I did it in the middle of you talking. <laughs> So you have to I did it and I was like, man, I wonder if they're going to know what I'm doing. I'm being dusted right now. Drum roll. Hi, everybody. There goes so the table. We are back. <laughs> there goes the Dr. Pepper. We are going to be reviewing the brand new trailer for It Chapter 2. It was just released today. This episode is jam-packed with lots of stuff, but we could not have an episode this week where we did not talk about It Chapter 2. And in fact... I would go as far as saying that besides Ghostbusters and possibly Star Wars, it is the most popular topic of conversation in Yes, Have Some Group Therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, especially today it is. Uh, yeah, kind of a big day. Uh, so what happened was, and this happens a lot, is that the trailer dropped and like three people immediately posted it in mm-hmm. group therapy. And yeah. then a bunch of other people were like, oh, that's funny. And the, everybody started just posting kept it. doing it as a joke. Yeah. Um, and, and, now, and now it's at the point where I'm like, well, cool. Do we go through and delete some of these so like the feed is not just this trailer? But like, I'm lazy. But no. also, it's okay. We'll watch the trailer. I like that. I like that the members of Yes Have Some Group Therapy are smart enough to realize that it was funny and silly, and that yeah. they just kind of like. I think at one point, even Ray Esposito from uh, Ghostbusters Universe News was like, "Hey, could somebody post the link to the it trailer?" And John Yukimura <laughs> yeah. was like, "I'm on it, dude." Yes, um, <laughs> we're like very positive trolls. Uh, positive trolls, positive assholes. Mm-hmm. That's what I always say about yes, have yeah. some group therapy. Um, okay, cool. So we're going to talk about the trailer. Uh, programming note: Abigail did a uh, live trailer reaction video. You can find on our YouTube channel mm-hmm. exclusively. And that's uh, why I didn't see any of the posts in group therapy because I was I actually like silenced my text conversation with both of you guys and hid the alerts because I didn't want to see anything. Um, And then I like posted myself up in the toy room and filmed it. So there you go. So if you want to check that out after you listen to this, uh, it's a lot of fun. There's some curse words. Yeah, there's a lot of curse words. You know what? There's more than I anticipated. Whenever I sit down, I don't anticipate that many swear words. And I always talk about answer the call at some point. I didn't talk about answer the call, though, in the trailer review. So check it out. 
So here we go. Uh, Jake, Abigail, yeah. you... Uh, I, I come to this movie in a much different place than either of you do. Uh, <laughs> shocking news. I haven't read the book. No. No. Okay. Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, I thought you were... I thought, this was a breeze. I thought you just, you know, knocked this one out. You yeah. gotta get through Eyes of the Dragon first. Hey, right? I'll tell you. I will tell you, listen. If you're... I, I don't know. I know you're not like a big, you know, book reader, but I don't know... As far as like uh, audiobooks, if that's something you're into, but the the audiobook of of this is very very good. The guy who reads it, um, I'm forgetting his name, which is awful, but he is uh, he plays Jack Torrance in the TV version of The Shining, and even though that that version of The Shining is not the greatest, he's great in it. Um, he does a really, really good read through and he, he does really well with all the voices. His Pennywise voice is really cool. It is 45 hours long. Nope, that's not it. OK, I tried. Um, but <laughs> he did it hear. is great. OK, uh, you shout our names. Yeah, I was going to keep trying. Steph Curry. James Stephen Duke. Crane. OK, OK. No, so, no, but it is Stephen. It's Stephen Weber. Weber. It's Webster from the television show Webster. So you know it's good. <laughs> okay, so the trailer came out today. Um, I really love the first Sorry, movie. Um, we actually rewatched it last night, at least most of it. And mm -hmm. I do really think it's a very well done movie. It's fun. It's scary. All the kids are great. I'm definitely anticipating this movie. But um, my excitement level for it is kind of like it is for a lot of movies where it's like, yeah, I'm really excited to see it. But I'm not necessarily foaming at the mouth having said that i'm going to turn it over to jake mm -hmm. okay you are the stephen king renaissance man i don't know what that means but that's your new nickname um, let's get a shirt a little meeting going can you um can we uh call up dragon con and have them edit my uh my bio <laughs> yes to, to say that stephen, um, stephen king renaissance. uh so what'd you think man what was uh what was your reaction this is our first footage that we've seen uh yeah and uh yeah we're about six months away what'd you think man I have a couple um, – I feel almost a little torn because everything that's in the trailer I think looks good. Mm -hmm. But I don't think it's a great trailer. <laughs> I, I, I'm thinking back to like – I'm thinking back to like the first trailer for – the first chapter where it starts off with this like beautiful music and it's like Bill's, you know, folding the bow and we see pieces of each scene. We have been doing that like voiceover uh, talking about it. And in this trailer, it's like they give us a full scene right off the bat, which uh, I think 90% of that scene looks amazing. I hate that. I already have seen that whole scene. I feel like that's something I would have liked to seen in the context of the rest of the movie. But then the last less than a minute, it's three minutes long over two minutes is the Mrs. Kirsch scene. Mm -hmm. The last like 50 seconds is just so it's just jump cuts. It's so quick. There's no, like there's like two lines of dialogue and it's just like the losers club is here. And, and I'm like, Oh, okay, cool. Well, we got shots of things. Um, mm -hmm. I don't think that's the greatest way to make a trailer. But I mean, there's nothing that I'm like, I didn't see anything. And I'm like, oh, I don't mm -hmm. like that. That looks dumb. This looks dumb. Uh, I don't recognize any of that as scenes from the book, except for a few small things. Um, and that's always like disconcerting. But the first movie was kind of like that, too. Mm -hmm. 
it's literally 50 seconds of just quick cuts. So it's really hard to be like, Oh, that's this scene or that's like, they're doing this, they're doing this overall. I think it looks good. I think it's a, not the greatest trailer word. Abigail. I mean, I literally concur with Jake pretty much across the board. Um, although you may not be able to tell by my reaction video because I was like so amped. Um, it's hard not to be amped when you're like watching something that you're anticipating for the first time. Um, but when I'm coming down from the trailer and when I'm thinking about it, I was excited to see the Mrs. Kirsch scene because it is in the book and that is is cool and comforting. But I just like Jake kind of wish that they had kept that um, as something that I could have enjoyed while watching the movie in the theater for the first time. Um, it's also just a it's a very long scene. So I think overall it kind of makes the trailer a little uneven and I think that it's not the best trailer but I think it looks like it's going to be a fantastic movie and even like possibly well I I won't say better than the first one but I'm very excited about it and those little clips that we saw at the end got me very very amped I think that the uh the scene with Mrs. Kirsch has a lot of tension um I think that it it's it it gives me hope for the movie and makes me feel confident in it but I also just like Jake was kind of irked by the fact that I just, it, I didn't want to see a whole entire scene in a trailer, honestly. Um, but I'm still excited for the movie. I just, I think it could have been diced up a little differently. Yeah, it was interesting. Uh, I kind of realized like 30 seconds in, I was like, oh, this, it didn't really feel, I will give this credit, uh, I'll give the trailer some credit in the fact that it didn't really feel like most modern trailers. It felt more like footage they would show at like a convention or something mm-hmm. yeah where it, like you're getting a yeah. whole scene yeah. yeah um but uh aesthetically um the movie looks like it's right in line uh with the first one as far as like what the tone of the movie is going to be mm-hmm. um i think it's going to be really hard to top the first movie for a couple reasons um one is those like jake when's the last time you watched the first it, chapter one. Um, probably. Um, it's 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 been a good little bit. I think it was probably around the time I went to the filming locations, mm-hmm. which was God, it's almost a year I, ago. I, yeah. I guess about a year ago. Yeah. So, um, when in rewatching it, like the kids, that cast, their chemistry, they're, they're great. Inc- they're incredible. Yeah. Like they're yeah. literally like they're. It's better than Stranger Things. They're all. Uh, they're all. They all have comedic timing. And you, there's a believability factor of like, like what they're going through is traumatic, but they're still kids, so they're seeing it through like mm-hmm. the lens of a child, and like, and so I think it's going to be really hard to match that. Obviously, I think the kids are going to be in this movie a little bit, but it's going to be mostly the adults. Um, but I have a feel like I have this feeling that there's going to be like. Did you guys get the vibe that they're going to, like, try to expand on Pennywise's, like, origins or his backstory a little bit? Like, like, I, and I'm coming this from a person. I don't, like, all the cut scenes, like, for all, like, I literally was like, oh, that's all from the book. And you guys are like, no, a lot of that's not from the mm-hmm. book. So maybe when, so we have the whole scene where, what's the, what's the, uh, Mrs. Kirsch? Mm-hmm. Kirsch. That whole scene. Mm-hmm. And then there's, it kind of does, like, teaser trailer territory where it goes to jump cuts and you don't really see a lot. Which... I used to be, like, the kind of person who would watch every trailer, like, ten trailers for a movie. But these days, I'm finding myself way more satisfied with movies, not really seeing anything. Yeah, that's the way to go, I think. So, like, with Avengers, I didn't watch anything after the first trailer. And um, 
and I really liked Avengers. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that's like correlation causation, but um, as far as the, so I really like uh, Jessica Chastain. I, mm-hmm. I've always really liked her. Um, I think she's believable as, as Bev Marsh. Uh, there's no, <laughs> there's no evidence that tells me that she won't do a great job. Yeah. But once it gets away from that scene, well, first of all, what we did see that scene, is that pretty accurate to what's, what's in the book? Like that scene in the book. And also my question is, like, do we think that scene's like early on in the movie? Obviously, it's like right. It when has to be, isn't it, Jake? Isn't it? No, I mean it's a little. In the book, it... isn't it the first part of this, the first chapter from the second part? No, I'd I have mean, to go back and look. It's gonna be the movie's gonna. So the way the book, um, the way the book and kind of the way the miniseries is, is when it gets to the second part, you first have an incident where Pennywise comes back. So you'll, I'm assuming that the opening of this movie will be some sort of kill in the book. It is the Adrian Mellon under the bridge thing, which Mm -hmm. they have said is like, they cast Adrian Mellon that's happening in some shape or form in this movie. So I imagine the movie is going to open with that. And then it, and then it goes to Mike, you know, learning of it and being like, oh, okay, Pennywise is back. And then he calls Mm -hmm. everybody. Everybody, all the losers remember what happens, and then they all come to town. And as all of them come to town, they all have an experience, and that's Bev's first experience when when she comes back into town. So, I mean, it will be closer to the beginning of the movie. It's not going to be like an opening kind of thing. Yeah. Um, Craig, I'm I'm a little, uh, I want you to talk more about what you, why you, why you think we're getting like a, an origin. Well, so from what I know in the book, like I know that we know the basics of Pennywise's origin, right? Like ancient creature. Oh, there's a cat appearing on the mm-hmm. podcast. Ancient creature haunts dairy comes every 27 years, that whole thing. But like just the way, like when, when, uh, Mrs. Uh, Hofstetter, what's her name? Yeah, Kirsch. Kirsch. Yeah, this is Kirsch. Sorry, who's Hofstetter? Hofstetter. Oh, Hofstetter. Patrick. Hey, is he still missing? He, They're not going to find he's him. He's gone. Um, uh, when they showed the picture, she's like, "Oh, my dad yeah. was in the circus," and I was like, "I don't. I think it would be too obvious to like give like. I, I don't know. Well, it just it just felt like that. That is. Okay, I can I can see where someone could be like, oh look, there's Pennywise as a human, but that's all just complete bullshit because mm-hmm. Kirsch. Is that is Pennywise? Like that's not a woman named Miss Kirsch, yeah. who is the daughter. That literally is Pennywise, just fucking with uh, Beverly. Yeah. Like she's talking to like, Pennywise that entire time. Yeah. Um, that I think that picture on the wall is just a, a weird little creepy thing. I, I think they liked in the first movie being able to see those like photos of him. And we will probably get a little more of, you know, ancient Pennywise. But I don't think we're going to get anything that's like, well, he was a man back in the day. They yeah. they have uh, um, Andy Muschietti has has come forward saying they have the smoke hole scene. In this oh movie. shit! Really? I didn't um, know that. They they have filmed that in some sort of way in the book. Um, the smoke hole is uh, the kids. Yeah. Learn they learn that like you know the origin how, story. Yeah, yeah. It's like an old uh, I don't know. It's like an Indian thing. Like they would they would mm-hmm. you know get in a smoke hole and until they all Started until tripping, one of them basically. had a vision. Yeah, exactly. 
and they do this and only two of the kids are able to like sit through it and they see a vision of Pennywise landing on earth yeah. millions of years before there's any life on the planet. They watch Pennywise come through the sky and land on earth. Mm-hmm. And like, that is about you, you, you get all that like macroverse stuff and you, you, you hear, you know, conversations about how like metaphysical he is and, and how he exists in the deadlights and in here, you know, that stuff we're not going to get, but I think we're going to get a little bit of the, you know, he landed on earth millions of years ago. And there's also, there's a scene in the trailer. I went through and tried to like pause on every one of those little cuts. And there is a scene where they're in, you know, something that looks like his lair, but there are these big, weird looking structures all over the place that almost look like it almost looks like a, um, uh, like an impact crater or something. It looks like something hit the ground so hard that it knocked the rocks all up oh. in the same. It's a quick shot in the trailer, but I pause on it and I'm like, well, that's, that's either where he landed or that's his like true layer or something. Mm-hmm. But that it, it instantly made me think of that smoke hole scene. Yeah. So. Dude. Well, that, that makes me even more excited. I didn't know that that was going to be included. That's, that's very cool. What's the yeah. scene? Um, where there's a quick clip you see like Pennywise holding onto a bunch of balloons floating away and there's like a big statue. Hey, when I saw that, I was like, guys, this looks fun. I look, this looks like I'm going to have some fun watching this. This is going to be a wild ride. Just flying around. Abby, what's in the middle of the daytime? Abby, is that in the book? Uh, I wouldn't, Jake, I don't, I'm going to defer to you. I don't. Um, so sort of there is, um, there's a great scene in the book. It looks like what they're doing is taking the scene in the book and maybe changing it a little bit. Yeah. Um, in the book, when, uh, that Paul Bunyan statue is in the first movie, it's like, mm-hmm. you can see that stage in the background. It's in yeah. that area. Yeah. The conversation um, the kids are having when they're all talking yeah. about how they know, have interacted with um, Pennywise. Yeah. When Richie, when Richie comes back to Derry, um, He's at that location and the Paul Bunyan statue comes to life. Yeah. Like it comes to life and it tries to kill him. And it's, you know, it's Pennywise. Like it all of a sudden has like, you know, the the pom poms on it and stuff like that. And I think this is their version of that scene. And it looks like probably the Paul Bunyan statue is not going to come to life. Like maybe Pennywise is just hanging out on top of it, which Mm -hmm. that's a little bit of a bummer because I would love to see a giant Paul Bunyan trying yeah. to kill Richie Tozier. Um, I mean, maybe it'll happen. That, yeah, maybe. We don't know. That's all we saw was two seconds of it. Um, th- there were actually some... Uh, the the very first photos we saw of filming were from that scene. There were some like behind-the-scenes photos of Pennywise standing on the shoulder of that statue holding that big thing of balloons that came out uh, month, you know, months ago, maybe mm-hmm. a year ago at this okay, point. Okay, okay. Uh, I remember that. Yeah, but yeah, something something similar to that is in the book. Yeah, cool. What other quick cuts do we see in the trailer? Like, is there anything that's standard sta- standard out? I was gonna ask you, Jake. There's like a f- young female, like a young girl at the end of the trailer. Do you know who that is, or are you young? Oh no, I don't. I I don't. Uh, she's um, like last cut before Pennywise's glove. She's hands. under a yeah. They're under a, some bleachers. Yeah. Um. I, I don't remember that. that in the. I don't remember that in the book at all. I think okay. that's probably just going to be a random added something. Yeah, just a random. I mean, like there are a lot of sections in the book where you're just like, where you hear like, okay, 
all of these kids have died at this point. You yeah. know, they're, they're, there's a lot of characters that you don't learn or you don't see their deaths. Mm -hmm. You're just hearing, you know, just like in the first movie, they're like, all these kids are going missing. Right it's probably just, um, it's either something I'm forgetting or it's something That's, like that. But it does yeah. look like he's holding like one of the dead lights in his hand. Like he, at that very end, there's a light and he, he cups it into his hand, pulls his hand into the dark and then he kind of uncovers it. And that's what lights his face. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, Oh, is that like, it's kind of like the dead lights. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Um, also there's a, you see Bev and Bill kissing as like kids, which is fun. And then like Bev is like in a bunch of blood, I think at one point there's like, a yeah, she's like, she's like swimming in it. Yeah. It's kind of <laughs> fucked up. I like it. I forgot how much yeah. I liked Sophia Lillis watching this trailer. Like, I'm I'm excited. She's right, a good right. actress. You know, what struck me is, like, when we met her a couple months after it came out at that convention at Spooky Empire, mm -hmm. like, uh -huh. she's very young. Obviously, she's a kid. But, like, she almost plays older than her age in... I think she does. Like, in the she's smart, though. Like, I follow her on Instagram. I think that she's, like, a very intellectual person gifted person so i have a feeling that like she she can do that and she right. probably is like, actually she comes than... off as like she's like when being around her in person i was like oh she's like 12 but mm -hmm. in the first it i'm like she's like 17 or something yeah um so yeah she the, all those kids are great actors and yeah. I, I do hope that we see um a lot of them uh the the trailer did not besides jessica chastain really did not hide well there's a little bit of um oh god fucking stan's not in the trailer at all but yeah, you know. yeah. hey hey Hey, spoilers! <laughs> not in the second. Um, uh, poor Stan. Poor uh, Stan. See, I know something. Love Stan. Respect him. OCD. James McAvoy. Uh, he's in it. Obviously, he's playing Bill. Mm -hmm. And then Bill Hader is playing Richie Tozier. Mm -hmm. I, from the clip we saw, they did a pretty good job of getting uh, Bill Hader to look like an adult Finn Wolfhard. Uh, yeah, for sure. I do like the idea that like. That's what he looked like as a child. He's going to have the exact same haircut 30 years later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wearing the same clothes, basically. I like Wait a minute. That. Some people are like that, right? Yeah, Come the on. three of us. Yeah. Go back to our episode where we reviewed the uh, Sears wish book, and Jake's like, I would do anything to wear that Beatles <laughs> sweatsuit. That You're purple right. Donatello matching two piece sweatsuit. Mm. I do. I so, um, so, yeah, so there's not really a whole lot to break down uh, the, the cuts are really quick and mainly it's that one scene um, so I, I kind of like I'm a little bit torn I, I feel like I want I, I would be interested to, to know why they decided to do the trailer like that because I, I don't I it's feel weird pacing because it's a very tense slow scene which it should be if you're watching it in the movie you should be on edge and know that something weird's going to happen but to watch all of that play out and have like a, a pause between um bev and mrs kirsch when they're talking it's it it actually kind of messes with the pace of the trailer in my opinion and it it makes for a weird feel at the end of it um, I think it pro I think it probably has a few I think there's probably one of the reasons is that they probably just couldn't decide if they wanted to just release that clip. They probably mm -hmm. were really happy with the way that it's a scene. great clip. It's going to be um, a great scene in the movie for sure. But there's also the fact that this is kind of like a part two. It's like a second half to a story. Right. So I'm wondering if maybe they were like, well, we don't, it doesn't need to be a traditional trailer. Cause everybody already knows, you know, yeah. what the deal is. Maybe that's part of it. Um, I'm assuming that, you know, within, you know, the next few months, we're just going to get 
a, a normal trailer. We'll get like a regular mm-hmm. trailer with maybe more actual footage. There, there are some other cuts in this. Um, I'm trying to look through some of these screenshots right now. It does show them in the Chinese restaurant, um, which is in the book and yes. the miniseries. Yeah. When um, I saw that scene, by the way, Jake, I was like, oh, my God, is that the same Chinese restaurant they used in Answer the Call? Uh, it's not. I'm not it's not. It's in Canada. Um, okay. When I was when I was in Canada, um, we tried to go to this Chinese restaurant, but it's not in the same town. It's like kind of out of the way. Ah. Um, so I didn't I wasn't able to visit. But that that's a that's a big fun scene in the in the book. Yeah, it's like one um, of my favorites. God, there was something else. There's a quick shot of the bridge, which, you know, may or may not be from the Adrian Mellon scene. Um, there's a shot that is very weird that looks like um, it looks like Mike. And he is kind of looking. He's in a building that has been burned down. He's looking up and like Pennywise is like jumping he's like defying gravity and jumping it's like mc escher yeah and i wonder like there are three things that that building can be it's either mike's old you know in the first movie they they kind of changed it to where his his family died in a fire Mm -hmm. it's either his house his old house Mm -hmm. um it's the it could possibly be the black spot yeah or it's the the ironworks that exploded. Um, yeah. I think it's probably his old house. That's probably his, you know, something he encounters while, you know, visiting where he used to live or something like that. But mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Well, listen, it's going to be good. Like I, I well, the first one made a ton of money. And I wonder if like. You know how these movie studios are. Like, is it going to be like a Texas Chainsaw Massacre thing where after this one comes out, they're going to be like, okay, how do we keep this franchise going and just start making shit up? Mm-hmm. And like, or like the Pennywise story is a new show on CBS All Access where oh, stop Turtles it. origin story. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the spinoff. Hey, the possibilities are endless. Oh, no, <laughs> I, I, I'm excited. It was cool. I, I like. Why does Star- there only have to be seven losers? You know. They could do like if he's been, you know, around for, you know, eternity, basically, I guess they could do like a prequel where it's like Dude. some people back in the 30s or, uh, uh, they, you know, seven kids back in the 30s are trying to fight them. They get the Game of Thrones people to do like a, so a, a an ancient times one with like King Arthur. and shit. Oh, yeah. Arya, Arya comes out of nowhere. <laughs> Dude, fuck. Wait, you serious about that? You serious, Mark? <laughs> Um, yeah, I think it's going to be great. I think it's going to make a lot of money. I think people, I, I, I just don't see them, you know, like it, Andy Muschietti knows what he's doing. Like it is interesting. Well, I was thinking about that movie mama he did. And like when I was watching like the leper scene yesterday and the, uh, the, the painting, like he's got a style, you know, he's got a look that he goes for and I, and I really enjoy it. Um, so yeah, I'm excited about this movie. I'm, I'm, I, it'll be one of my more anticipated movies of the fall for sure. I do. I, this is the second trailer in a couple weeks that has been like nobody's ever really gone. Um, I'm, yeah. I'm waiting, I, oh, you're right. Yeah. Is that a, is that a line from the book? Nobody in Derry ever really dies. Is that something? I, I, I didn't. I, I, I don't remember, dude. Yeah. It's 1,400 pages. I, I don't know. remember if that's an exact. <laughs> 
possibly. You know, the the thing that I think I'm excited for the most, ex- besides the fact that, you know, we're probably seeing a few more things from the book, is that the second half of the book is there. there is a lot of, like, you know, the, you get those kind of, like, when you're watching the first half, they're kids. You get a little bit of those feelings of, like, kids growing up and, you know, the, that kind of thing. But at this point... And and the, and I've and I've seen um, Bill Skarsgård and Andy Muschietti both kind of talk about this. Is that this point in the story, like we're not we're not kids anymore. Pennywise has kind of for all for for all of you know the years that he's been around, he has never felt fear before. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's how he's defeated for the first time for the first time ever in its existence, which is like incomprehensible to humans. It has never felt fear until these seven kids. So at this point, when he comes back, it's not so like it's, it's like in the first movie you get, you know, he's just playing with everybody. He's just like fucking around because he, he thinks he's, he can't be touched. He's just like, fuck it. And at this point, it's not quite like that anymore. And he's like, he it's like the first time in this creature's life that it has had kind of like a, you know, like a, a, scare, ven- a, brush, a personal yeah. vendetta towards human beings, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. It's you- food. It's like, so I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping it's going to be even, you know, darker than the, the first movie's dark, but like even more so it's like it should be like a step up yeah you just made me want to read the book again jake by saying all that stuff because that's i think i'm gonna try like that shit about like just the seven kids that being the first time that he's ever you know felt fear before that's such a great thing because that's the those kids when they got together like for me the stuff i love the most is like their friendship and the bond of the losers club and like how special it was for them and how much that can get you through like the craziest shit ever like that and that's i fucking love it i can't wait i'm gonna read it again hey i do too and as as much as i love it i I just want to say like i'm gonna go ahead and say this again bill would never punch richie in the face oh wait does that happen in the trailer no No, it happens in the first movie oh oh fuck yeah i agree hey if richie was finn wolfhard he would (laughs) have good point we'll see dude he's we have to say nice things about Finn Wolfhard. He's family now. Holy shit. <laughs> God, he is. I forgot about that. Hey, are we about to meet Finn Wolfhard? Like in three weeks? I don't know. We'll see. Fan Fest is coming up. Woo. Well, listen, let us know what you thought of the trailer. Hop in group therapy. Don't post another link to it. It's already there yeah. several times over. We'll delete it. <laughs> but um, you know what? We talked about group therapy a little bit. Abby, why don't you fill everybody in on what group therapy actually is and how people can take part? Oh my God. It's so easy. Thank you. Um, Group therapy is a closed group on Facebook for our listeners to discuss stuff that we talk about on here, stuff that you're stressing about in your personal life. Um, If you are suddenly collecting something that you didn't think you would, uh, you can post in there about it and um, people will comment. And if you want to join, all you have to do is search for Yes Have Some on Facebook, scroll down, find the uh, group therapy 
box god after all these years i still get stressed <laughs> then you click after it after all these decades of, all, of running group dude, therapy group therapy's been around for three years right no two That's years like a year and a half oh my god it's not as old as the podcast no oh it's, it's like our three little months sister. old we just started it <laughs> yeah it's just a baby a child it's just a baby all right y'all <laughs> all right y'all children if i if, if you want to join group therapy <laughs> Just ask, and then either. Why am I still? Is anyone? Somebody. Do I still have to just do this? Ask, just call your mom. Yeah, just send me a letter. Send me an email. Uh, no. That's what we should do. We should do formal letters in the mail to request to join group therapy. Oh my god, we're like the five hundred first. It's a good no. idea. And then you, like, no. you do a wax stamp with your house logo. Dude. Right. Targaryen. Yeah. No. Stark. Fuck the Targaryen. Hufflepuff. Yeah, that. Hufflepuff Stark. Okay. Much better. Oh Way better. Give me a fucking break. I'm a Lannister. Dude. Except for I don't pay my debt. We're all Lannisters. There's one good Lannister, though. Oh, man. And I'm short. Listen, I... Jamie's a good guy. <laughs> Is he? Are we he's, doing this? He's hot. So Abby had an idea. <laughs> he's hot, so he's good. He's listen, a good listen. guy. Abby had an idea of an illustri- a shirt... Uh, listen uh, up, John Yerkeba. This is your time to listen. A yes, have some shirt <laughs> in the Game of Thrones font. It says yes, have some podcast, and yeah. then it's the three of us. And Abby is Arya, and mm-hmm. I'm Tormund, and Jake's the Hound. Yeah. Okay. And, and and then we can all be um on Game of Thrones. Yeah. You can spice it up. You can do whatever you want. We can do we can do like a yes have some Game of Thrones crossover where it's like yeah. the coffee cup, and it can say yes have some. Oh. But okay. be like. The Game of Thrones coffee cup. Okay. What's the Game of Thrones coffee cup? I don't know what that looks like. Well, no, you know how like last week th- oh! they accidentally left the coffee cup and controversial. The, oh, Starbucks. The, the Starbucks cup. The Starbucks oh. cup. Yeah. I like that. Oh, okay. Oh, so what? Oh, here's that was our version. A bomb. No, here's no, our version. I was like, trying to think of my own other better. Did you guys <laughs> see on that table next to Daenerys? There was a PKE meter. Somebody left it in there. Stop. <laughs> Somebody's got to go down there. How how are people not I would. like how is how is it not a thing already to be photoshopping random things into that scene? Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Group therapy, get on it. Get on it, group therapy. Get on it, y'all. <laughs> well listen, you can not Put only key meter in there. That's what she said. She, fuck. I was gonna cool. I hit the table now twenty times. What is happening? All right. All right. This is a long episode. I hope everybody enjoyed it. You can find Yes Have Some Podcast not only on Facebook Group Therapy, but also we have our YouTube channel we talked about earlier. Search Yes Have Some on YouTube. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at YHS Podcast. And of course, YHSPodcast.com. Anything else before we sign off? Mm, nope. No? Cool. We'll That's be talking good. a little bit more Stephen King with a little guesty guest next guesty week. Guest. Next week's our yeah. 150th episode. Wow. Uh, and then we'll, yeah. And then we'll be doing some... Uh, some pa- dress up. Yeah, <laughs> let's all get a big dinner. Uh, Patreon bonus episodes will be dropping next week. And uh, we're a couple weeks from FanFest, so we got a lot going on. Woo! Yeah, stay tuned to our YouTube channel for more FanFest uh, content. Um i got a video coming up, so stay tuned. All right, cool. Abigail? Yeah. Jake? Miss you guys. I already miss you. All right, we'll see everybody later. All right, bye, Bye, guys. Bye, thank you. Who am I thanking? Just us for taking the time out on a Thursday. (laughs) Thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) 